It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Today's episode of the Locked On Reds podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Head on over to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's right, 20% off your next order of amazingly delicious and specifically nutritious Built Bar. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The 2020 season did not quite go as planned for Reds fans as the playoffs ended abruptly in the wild card round. Now the Reds are left to pick up the pieces during the offseason and fix a lineup that was the worst in Major League Baseball. How are they going to do it? What are they going to do? Rumors, transactions, news, all here on the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. Let's go. What's going on, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on another off-season edition of the Locked On Reds podcast as we take a look back at the season. I, I know I mentioned that we were going to look in depth at the second half, but I'm making a call to the bullpen on this one. We're going to change signals. I'm looking at what we know. A look back at 2020 and what we know from this past season, because statistically, we're always going to have the caveat of, well, yeah, it was a 60 game season. That That's what we're looking at. So I'm going to tell you what we know, what I know anyway. And I don't know a whole lot, but when it comes to baseball, I know a few things. So we're going to talk about that here in today's episode. But before we get to all of that, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. That way you don't miss any episodes this off season. Also follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's and follow the show at Locked On Reds and save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. Do some Jeff's junk mail segments throughout the off season. So keep those questions, those comments, rants, raves, whatever you got. Keep them coming on the Lockdown Reds line and on Twitter as well. I'm, I'm not as active on Twitter here recently, at least not with the Reds side, but uh, that's going to change here soon. going to uh, start to do a little bit more content, a little bit more conversation on the wonderful Twitter.com. I know that can be kind of a interesting thing, but especially talking baseball now with the Leaves falling, talking Reds baseball with the leaves falling. Of course, we got playoff baseball going on. The Dodgers uh, looking a little 
worse for wear against the Braves. The Braves are, uh, well, they're pretty good. Uh, maybe there's something to, I mean, I know it sucks. The Reds get shut out in 22 innings and I know we don't want to talk about that too much, but the Braves pitching looks really good. And then you've got the American League side. Very happy to see that the Rays are taking care of business against the Astros. Looking like, I mean, they got a chance to sweep them. Who knows? I bet the Astros get at least one. So, you know, give them a gentleman sweep. Make them feel good about themselves. That sort of thing. But we'll have a World Series with the Rays. And who knows? Maybe the Braves will actually upset the Dodgers. That's uh, it's an interesting look because I would not have guessed anybody was going to upset the Dodgers this year. But here we are. All right, so let's talk about our Reds because that's the team we love. That's who you came to listen to, and that's who I like to talk about. 2020, the season's over. What do we know? What do we know for sure about this team heading into 2020? I'm going to tell you number one. Number one is something that people are leaving contingent based on re-signings and possible contracts for this upcoming season. But I'm going to tell you what we know about the Reds. Number one, the starting rotation is as good as advertised. Now, obviously, big part of that, Trevor Bauer, who's hopefully going to win the Cy Young here in not too short a time whenever they finally decide those awards and all that stuff. But when you look at these statistics on the Reds' starting rotation, according to fan graphs, nobody had more wins above replacement. 8.1 wins above replacement, just a few ticks higher than the Cleveland Indians. Reds also had the best strikeouts per nine of any starting rotation in the majors. And one of the better, not not the best, but the second best, home runs per nine. They didn't give up a whole lot of long balls this season. And it wasn't all Trevor Bauer. It's a lot of the guys that are returning. I mean, Castillo and Gray looked phenomenal. There was that period of time where we were worried about Sonny Gray. Turns out it was just some back issues. And once he kind of sat down for a little bit, he looked all right again after coming off the disab- or the injured list. So I'm, I'm not worried about him moving forward. And I, uh, hot take... I guess it's not that hot of a take, but I, I believe that if the Reds don't re-sign Trevor Bauer, they've got the talent to fill it in. I was on Steve Offenbaker's podcast, the Reds Alert podcast, the other day, talking just about this, and me and him both agree, that when it comes to the talent in the organization, whether you look at Tyler Malley and TJ Antone, and you still have Wade Miley, I know we didn't get a whole lot from him this past season, but he was kind of banged up, so I'll I'll give him a slight pass on that, although I'm not going to tell you that I'm expecting a ton from Wade Miley in 2021, but... We've got those three options. Plus, in the organization, you still got Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo, who both, I think, may be ready. I mean, Hunter Green may be a little bit more, may need a little bit more seasoning, but I think that both of those guys, especially with a strong spring training and, you know, maybe a little bit of time at AAA or something like that, will be ready to go quickly in 2021. Uh, maybe to the point where I don't know that Wade Miley starts every uh, makes every possible start that he can, you know, and what we'll see TJ Anton in there. And then also Michael Lorenzen, the absolute weapon of a pitcher that the Reds have continue to show his value this past season. So the starting rotation is exactly as advertised and, and really the bullpen 
Uh, something that surprised me, and we'll talk more about this in the episodes of things that surprised me about 2020. But one of the things that surprised me was they were a question mark coming into the year. We all knew that. And then they really made us worry early on. But in the second half of the season, they showed how good they can be. And they could be a key piece in a 2021 team that could make the playoffs again. But we'll talk more about that in the coming days. But yeah, starting rotation overall, we know they are as good as advertised. And I got a couple of more things that I want to look at coming up, including the lineup and David Bell as well. But before we get to all of that, I mentioned in the uh, very beginning of the show, the offer has changed. BuiltBar.com has given us an even better offer. If you enter the promo code Locked On, you'll get 20% off your next order. Not $10, not a you know, fixed amount there, 20% off your next order. So check out BuiltBar.com because they've got amazing tasting and healthy snacks like the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Talk about all the great flavors like Cherry Barcia. They've got some cookies and cream. And I know I say those so often, but I'm telling you what, those are probably my two favorites there on the list. Also coming in very close second, German chocolate cake. Peanut butter chocolate's pretty good as well. I mean, they, they've got so many flavors. It's hard to name every single one of them in this ad. You just got to go check them out. Go to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code Locked On for 20% off your next order. They've also got one other thing, too, that I keep forgetting to mention about. Something called Built Go. If you haven't checked it out, it's like a pre-workout power gel type thing. And I know some of you who are Office fans are probably thinking of Dwight in the episode where he tries to outsell the internet, uh, but he, he tries to fuel up with power gel. But I'm telling you, this stuff actually is pretty cool. Like, I'll get tired, and I'll eat a little bit of it, and bam, I'm not tired anymore. That's just how this stuff works. Plus, it's got like a million percent vitamin B12. If you've never had vitamin B12 in your entire life, and you eat some of this built go stuff, then it's going to be like you've had B12 your entire life. I don't know, whatever. It's really healthy. Really good for you and really awesome as well. Check out BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code Locked On for 20% off your next order. Also check out OhioVerseEveryone.com. The website that began at the beginning of August takes a look at all things Ohio sports and pop culture. And really when it comes down to it, if you're a Reds fan, you got to check this out. They've got some great coverage up there. An article right now by Brock Netter looking at the big three questions for the Reds in this offseason, including will they re-sign Trevor Bauer? What will the uh, front office do to improve the lineup? And how aggressive will they be making moves? Check it out at OhioVerseEveryone.com. They've got the Reds. They've even got Bengals coverage. They've got some coverage of those sports teams in Cleveland. So, you know, whatever. Check that out, too, if you're into Cleveland stuff. And Buckeyes as well. Buckeyes season coming up here in a couple of weeks. So check them out at OhioVSEveryone.com. Your authority for all things Ohio sports and pop culture. OhioVSEveryone.com. All right, so we're talking about what we know from 2020. We're talking about the things that we are sure about, the things that we know. Talked about how good the starting rotation was, and to a smaller extent the bullpen, but mostly the starting rotation in the first part of the episode. So let's talk about two things that we know that maybe aren't so great. Number one is the lineup. 
We know it's not great. We know it's bad. Now, we also know that luck did play a factor. As much as you may not want to admit it, when you look at some of the statistics, it just makes sense. In fact, Eno Saris has an awesome article up on The Athletic talking specifically about the wild card round and the most unluckiest teams that got eliminated. And the Reds are the most unluckiest team, obviously, based on how well they pitched and how terribly they hit. But he had a stat that he used. It's called Nitro, which is the percentage of batted balls that are over 90 miles an hour in their exit velocity and somewhere between 0 and 10 degrees on the launch angle. Now, I know that's a lot there with the numbers and stuff like that, but he said basically during the course of a season, about 30% of all batted balls fall into this category. So it's a pretty reliable kind of number that he's come up with here. And he said that even in a short uh, sample size like a wild card round and two games and stuff like that, that you can still get a little bit of information from it. And if a hitter has this kind of thing, the 90 mile an hour plus with a zero to 10 degree launch angle, he's expected to have a slugging percentage of over a thousand, i.e. he's supposed to hit and hit well. The Reds, on the other hand, they were one of the top teams in getting these number of batted balls. Now, I know they struck out a bunch and stuff like that, but when they hit the ball, they hit it hard, and they fell into this Nitro category. They were the fifth best team in the wild card round at doing that, and yet they slugged less than half of the expected total, i.e., these hard-hit balls were hit straight at defenders most of the time. So that's something that we could probably extrapolate into the season as a whole. If you look at some of the games that the Reds have, and I'm going to have a more in-depth article at LockedOnReds.com kind of looking at this because this is going to take a little bit more uh, research and time for me to wrap my head around it. So it's going to not make a whole lot of sense to put into a podcast form, but I'll have an article at LockedOnReds.com about this coming in the next few days. But looking at how the Reds over the season – did with this nitro statistic because I like it. It makes a lot of sense. However, with that luck side of things, one of the things that the Reds did not excel at were manufacturing runs. And no, I I am not talking about Alex Rodriguez's pipe dream of everyone bunting until we just get sick of bunting. No, no, no. I'm just talking about the fact that so many of their runs were based around the homer. We're based around long balls. And I know that we talked about this ad nauseum during the season because a lot of their percentage of runs, over 60%, were from homers. That's just not something that you can sustain for a long time. And I know that I even said that, you know, okay, well, if that is who you are, you better be hitting a lot of home runs. And the Reds were ranked near the top of the league in home runs. I don't want that to be something that they look at and they say, okay, let's do that again in 2021. No, please though. Please don't do that. One of the things that I've really enjoyed watching in these two series, the championship series that are going on, is you see how teams build rallies. You see how the Astros build their rallies, even though they have not won yet against the Rays. They string together hits. These are, t- these are guys with big boppers in their lineup, but they're able to drop a line drive in the left field line. They're able to hit that single up the middle where there is no body in the shift, that sort of thing. I want to see the Reds do that. I feel like they've got a guy who can do that in Shogo Akiyama, but when you look at the rest of the lineup, it really felt like everybody just swung for the fences. 
and that's something that I want to see happen. That's more of a philosophy thing. That's not necessarily a uh, go out and – I mean, maybe you can go out and get this kind of guy, but it's going to take trades to do that for the Reds this offseason. So I'm not really expecting that. It's just something that they're going to have to work on as an organizational philosophy during the offseason and see how that changes, see how the Reds remedy that. Was that really an anomaly, or is that something that the Reds are going to rely on moving forward? Kind of hope not. Kind of hope they become a more well-rounded lineup in that event. But when you look at these statistics, they were dead last in batting average, and all the good luck in the world seemed to evade this lineup. I mean, if they didn't have bad luck, they wouldn't have had any luck at all. That's just the way the 2020 felt for this team. However, it equated to a lineup that could not score runs, especially once they got into the playoffs. All right, so that's number two. That's the second thing that we know. We know the lineup is bad. The third one coming in, the thing that we know is that David Bell's going to tinker. What What's one thing that's really bugged you about uh, David Bell? It's that he tinkers. It's that he constantly has different lineups. He's summing out guys. He has so many pinch runners, pinch hitters. Uh, and if it weren't for the three batter minimum rule, he might have had a whole lot more relievers used. That's just who he is. Now, I don't necessarily know if that's something that's going to change over the offseason. He is entering the final year of his contract. I don't expect a contract extension. Uh, in fact, I'd be curious to see how the team approaches David Bell moving forward once they figure out how they're going to replace Dick Williams and things like that. Because I know that Dick Williams made it seem as though there is no shot that they're even uh, thinking about moving on from David Bell this season. And I'd be surprised if they did. But 2021 is going to be a prove-it year. He's got to manage his way into another contract because I don't think he's earned it yet. But I'll tell you one thing that we know. One thing that you can count on for this final year of his contract, he's going to tinker. That's just who he is. Hopefully they can get the right pieces around him. And that's something that we're always going to constantly have to complain about. That's one reason that I kind of love David Bell is that he gives me plenty of things to talk about. Gives you plenty of things to tweet about too if you're a fan that watches all of these every moves that he does. So as much as you may want to say, boy, boy they got to they gotta move on from him, he fits organizationally with what the Reds have been trying to do. Now, maybe they tinker their uh, hitting side of the organization this offseason, but I feel like he's going to move with that as well. He's not going to be resistant to any sort of uh, change in the way that they deal with hitting. But on the, uh, on the flip side, when it comes to building lineups, you can bet on in 2021, we're still going to see some righty-lefty matchup stuff. Now, individually, on the micro scale, I want him to treat different players uh, differently. Obviously, I want to see Shogo almost every day, pretty much every day. I want to see him righty-lefty, don't care, put him in the leadoff spot. That's what I want to see out of David Bell. What we know from him, though, is he is going to monitor what Shogo does, and he's going to monitor what different guys do. But for better or worse, David Bell is a tinkerer. Tinkerer. Tinker. He likes to tinker. Tinkerer just sounds like a terrible word. But that's, I mean, that's what he is. So if you're going into 2021 thinking, boy, I hope David Bell kind of scales back on that, I don't think he will. We've seen a consistent amount of tinkering from him in these first couple of years as manager. So I'm not really sure that his contract year is going to be 
any different. But that is what we know. Now, tomorrow, we've got a Throwback Thursday episode, so we're going to deviate for a moment on what we know and what we don't know and what we might know and all this different stuff. But on Friday, we're going to continue this theme. On Friday, I'm going to present to you three things that surprised me, three things we did not expect, but that surprised me. We'll talk about that on Friday. Throwback Thursday coming at you tomorrow, though. So make sure that you're subscribed. That way you don't miss any of these episodes during the offseason. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked On Reds. Save that Lockdown Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. But that'll do it for us here today. Now tell your smart device to play the Lockdown Major League Baseball podcast and listen to Sully talk about the playoffs. And I'll talk to all of you about our favorite Red Legs tomorrow. Let's go, Rex. Hey. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.